The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the Totally Useless Information Podcast with Nick and Roy. Listen, laugh, and learn. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Today on the show... We will be talking about these topics. We will delve into the wacky world of animals. We'll check out some history. Geography. We will get sexy on you. We'll be opening up the mailbag. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 8. Totally useless information. It's everything you never needed to know. The Totally Useless Information Podcast, hosted by Nick and Roy. Listen to Around the World. We are a global podcast. We are a global show. We want to thank you all for listening. Animal, 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 crazy animal. Stonefish are lethal. Beware, stonefish. They are the members. These members are venomous dangerous, and even fatal to humans. Please be careful. They are the most venomous fish known to mankind. They are found, by the way, in case, you know, this is, you need to know this, so you need to avoid them. They're found in the coastal regions of Indo-Pacific. You'd think they'd be in Toronto smoking all that marijuana. Not stoned stoned fish. fish. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's bad enough that the goldfish has an attention span of two seconds. What? It's bad enough that a goldfish has the attention span of two seconds. (laughs) Some male songbirds can sing more than, get ready for this, 2,000 times a day. That's a lot. You talk about whistling while you work. That means that the female wife songbird probably squawks about 3,000 times a day. I don't know. This was kind of weird because they said the male songbirds. It was a little sexist, this one, you know, but I I thought it was amazing just that they do uh, sing 2,000 times a day, plus the fact that it's about birds, and birds live in trees for the tree-hugging hippies. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say tree-hugging hippies? I did. Look at all the pretty trees. I just want to hug them. All of the pretty trees. <laughs> That's a tree-hugging hippie. Yeah, we, we've been warning everyone that we were going to write a and produce a jingle um, for the tree-hugging hippies. So there you go. You're not, no one is left out on this show. No, no. All snakes are carnivores. Their diet depends on the species, but some eat warm-blooded prey like rodents and rabbits and birds, oh my, while others eat insects, amphibians like frogs and toads, eggs and other reptiles, some fish, some earthworms, or even slugs. So there's no such thing as a vegetarian snake. Not yet. (laughs) Or vegan. Or a vegan snake. A vegan snake. An anteater is a cool animal, but... Get ready for this. This animal 
is over six feet long. So it's like a human male laying on the floor. But its mouth is only one inch wide. So, I mean, it's got this little itty-bitty slit for a mouth, and it eats ants all day long by sucking them in like a straw from its little straw-like mouth. It's a really freakish animal. I thought that was interesting. What's the, what's the name of the animal? The anteater. The anteater. I, why, certainly. Well, thank you. Better, you better, better known as an uncle. Three. Are we in the sex portion? Not yet, but we will momentarily. That's, what, that's what's called foreplay. Cows, <laughs> speaking of which, cows, most cows choose at least 50 times per minute. With more than 40, they chew 50 times per minute. It's a little more than one chew per second, I guess. So over the course of a day, it comes to 40,000 job movements. Wow. Okay. All that chewing is done by 32 teeth, eight incisors on the bottom front, and six molars on each side in the top and the bottom. Brush your teeth after each meal. A grasshopper can leap more than 20 times the length of its body. Okay? More than 20 times the length of its body. Think about this. That's like LeBron James dunking a basketball up in the cheap seats 140 feet up. Woo. Wow. That's if, like, if the basket was 140 feet up, he could dunk it. Well, I did some dunking this morning. I went to the coffee shop. Uh, you're listening. <laughs> you're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Happy today is history. What happens tomorrow is history. Yeah. We on this show spared no expense to make these jingles. But now with some more history facts, here is the aforementioned Roy. Yes. After the French Revolution, eight-year-old Louis VII was imprisoned. His mom, Maria, and dad, the king, had their heads lopped off. They were executed. Mm -hmm. Little Louis died in prison from abuse and neglect. They were constantly beating the hell out of him, weren't feeding him properly, so he died. But years later, over 100 people came forward and claimed to be him. Whoa, you hear that in the background? <laughs> you know what? That's the ghost. I think that was Louis. That was King Louis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ghost of King Louis. Ah, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't making fun of him. No, but a hundred people came forward to say they were him. Now, what kind of morons are these people that they would come forward and say, well, I'm Louis VII. If they, this jinxed family that was killed and heads lopped off and killed by starvation and neglect. What the hell is wrong with people? He was killed in prison, and yet... Whoa! <laughs> That's not a blooper, and that is not a fart. It's like lightning, thunder. It's just the ghost of King Louis. Um, wow. Now, speaking of tombs, the missing tombs of Anthony and Cleopatra. The long-lost tomb of Anthony and Cleopatra, the burial crypt of Mark Anthony and Cleopatra VII, from 30 B.C., remains unknown, but they believe it's somewhere near Alexandria, Egypt. According to historians, the Roman leader, Octavian, permitted their burial together, because, you know, they were lovers, after he had defeated them. Their surviving children were taken to Rome to be raised as Roman citizens. 
no one at the time of the Titanic, when it was launched, thought it was unsinkable. It was not called the unsinkable Titanic. It was never advertised as that. It was actually a news article after that said it was unsinkable to make a little bit more of a hysteria behind it to get some newspaper sales. And of course, then when movies were made, they actually said that it was advertised as unsinkable, but that is not true. Unsinkable, it was unthinkable. In this part of history, phone boot stuffing gained popularity outside of the United States. Okay? But once mm-hmm. it arrived stateside in the spring of 1959, the kids couldn't help but join in. This is how it works. So people would cram their bodies into narrow spaces like olives in the jar. You know, picture that. Some adopted other methods, such as stacking themselves horizontally in a phone booth. The world record for phone booth stuffing came in March of 1959 when 25 people in South Africa piled into a booth. Incidentally, the phone did ring during the stunt, but no one can answer it. (laughs) They were stuck. They were so stuffed in but I'm claustrophobic as hell. If you stick me in that thing with all those people, I'd just I'd freak out. I'd be like, bah! I'd blow the whole freaking box but, apart. <laughs> but sadly, and this is sad, the trend died at the end of 1959. Sure, because it's hard to get that many people in a cell phone case. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got a cool one here. Yeah. Richard Nixon was an amazing musician. He played the piano. He played the saxophone, violin, clarinet, and the accordion. He was proficient in all of those instruments. You would think the numbskull with that type of music background would have learned how to work a tape recorder. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He also played the victim. (laughs) (laughs) Amelia Earhart, the first female pilot to fly across the Atlantic Ocean, mysteriously disappeared while flying over the Pacific Ocean in 1937. Amelia Earhart, fondly known as Lady Lindy, was the first woman to fly across the Atlantic Ocean in 1928, as well as the first person to fly over both the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans. Earhart, sadly, was legally declared dead in 1939. What I find ironic is is that they used to make Amelia Earhart luggage, which I think Mm. is quite fitting since... Your luggage is always getting lost anyway. <laughs> you know, my mom had a ring. My mom had a ring yeah. that was Amelia Earhart's. My aunt had it. She had met her and knew her very well. And really? So on. Wow. Yes, it was cool. It was cool. And we were broken in two years, you know, when I was a kid, and somebody stole the ring. Oh, that's, I was, you know, was going to joke around and say, did you lose the ring? <laughs> <laughs> for something completely useless. A blob of toothpaste is called a nurdle. A nurdle. It's a shape like a wave. You've seen it often depicted in the toothpaste packaging. A little blob of toothpaste that looks like, a, like actually looks like a slug, right? A little, little like a wave. It's called a nurdle. See, folks? That blob of toothpaste is called a nurdle. That's right. So See, that, that, that is the thing that people are going to take out of this show. They're going to go to work tomorrow and go, you know, uh, the toothpaste, that little less like blob of toothpaste, it's called a nurdle. That's right. And, <laughs> but the thing is, never mind before they go to work, when they brush their teeth, the next time they brush their teeth and they put a little yeah. nurdle of toothpaste on their toothbrush, they will remember us. Totally yeah. useless information with Nick and Roy. 
How sexy is that? Oh yeah, all about sex. I received one of those notarized letters the other day in the mail, and they said, "Guys, we love your show, but please, you got to let people, you got to warn people of what we're about to do." The following segment of the Totally Useless Information podcast may be too sultry and too sexy for some listeners. The more, the merrier. According to some research, having sex at least once per week can lower a man's risk of heart disease by 30%, a stroke by 50%, and diabetes by 40%. It's also been known that men with an active sex life are more likely to live past the age of 80. Plus, we need to remind everyone, please consult your medical professional for more information. I got it, Nick. We'll make a fortune. We'll make a fortune. Instead of having gyms, we'll just open brothels up all over the place. The whole world, the, all the men will be healthy. And live past 80. <laughs> With smiles on their face, too. Yes. Wow. Our brains are wired for sex. In fact, by age 19, 70% of American teens have already had sex. Okay? This was a survey that was done by age 19, 70% said they had sex. So think about it. It's probably higher than that, but 70% said, yeah, I'm having sex. That's male and female. And by 25, they're married and they stop having sex. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Outside the bedroom, the most common place for adults in the United States to have sex is in your car. Room, room. Okay, the outside the bedroom, the most com- outside the bedroom, the most common place for adults in the United States of America to have sex is in the car. Uh, what was the joke by Rodney Dangerfield? He said, "You know, my wife wanted to have sex in the back seat of the car, but she wanted me to drive." <laughs> I love Rodney. Good old Rodney. <laughs> Here's another reason not to have sex with animals. According to a 2011 study, whoa, whoa, whoa. Found- what do you mean another reason? How many reasons are there? <laughs> Get ready. All right. According to a 2011 study that found that sex with animals, such as pigs, horses, donkeys, and chickens, can cause penal cancer. As though they're really worried about cancer. That's number one. Number two, how the hell do you have sex with a chicken? That's got to be just wrong. Either that or you're a very, very sad man. <laughs> A chicken, okay. Um, yeah, you know, you know. Why well, I know how they just keep basting. Now people kiss a lot. The average person spends twenty thousand one hundred and sixty minutes kissing during their lifetime. Okay, one thousand twenty thousand one hundred and sixty minutes. Now, in case you want me to break it down, it that means three hundred and thirty-six hours. In a lifetime. You're kissing in a lifetime 14 days or two weeks worth of time. So in your lifetime, you're doing two weeks kissing? Yes. I think I kiss my wife more than that because I kiss her like all the time. You know, like just friendly hello kisses as well. Are we talking about kisses? Are we talking about just this French making out jobs? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, these stats do not include kissing a chicken. 
That's true. And yeah, that's, you know, I mean, that, that, you know, if you just want a little peck. <laughs> so that brings me to this one. Stimulation of a woman's nipples. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is no, there is no segue to that one. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh my god wow it's like second graders <laughs> wait for all over again go on so stimulation of a woman's nipples has the same sensory and neurological response as, as if the woman's vagina was stimulated i like this one because i enjoy saying nipple and vagina it's just it just makes me happy okay <laughs> so the nipple is connected to, so but basically you have to think about it this way. I'll help everybody out. So the nipple's connected to the clitoris, the cervix connected to the areola. <laughs> Across North America in schools everywhere, when they uh, start teaching sex education to the appropriate grades, that's the song they'll be introduced to. That's true. Yeah. There'll be lots of mail. Hey, speaking of mail, if you'd like to get a hold of us, and many people have tried through uh, by legal means. Uh, it's simple. Useless at nickandroy.com. That's useless at nickandroy.com like this person did. What's in the mailbag? What's in the mail? Anne from Southhold, New York. Anne says, I just love my audio birthday card oh cool i gotta cue i gotta cue everybody in for this she said it was great all the information about the day that she was born and you guys having fun and saying funny stuff she said thanks so much it was one of the best things she's ever received for her birthday wow that is nice well ann was one of the people that received uh, we had cued you in a couple of shows ago that we were doing these secret prototypes and now uh, about 10 people received them and we have gotten unbelievable response so if you want guys go to nick and by the way and thank you so much by the way thank we you. really had fun doing it and we do have fun and, and each one is customized for the person's day of their of their birthday so it's really cool but go to nickandroy.com and you'll get information on this and you can get these these customized audio birthday cards done by me and nick for someone you love or they make fantastic gifts for coworkers or a best friend. I mean, this is the coolest gift ever. If you go to nickandroy.com, it's there. You'll see it. It's very easy. And you type on it. You'll learn a lot more about it. It's it's really cool. So, and thank you so much. Thank you, Anne. We're really glad that you enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun doing it. So what we basically do is, since we do totally useless information, we take the day and the date and the year that you were born. Or, and we just tell you all kinds of useless information about your birthday. So it's a unique gift. No one else can give you a gift like it. It's something really cool. So check it out, nickandroy.com. That's nickandroy.com to get your birthday, your unique birthday message to your loved one. You're listening to you, Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. your totally useless GPS. It's time for geography. So get lost with Nick and Roy. I just love how she does that. Get lost. It's like she says it to you all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
Australia is wider than the moon. That's right. Australia's diameter is 600 kilometers, or for those of you who need to uh, have it translated, it's 373 miles. The moon sits at 3,400 kilometers in diameter, or 2,112.6 miles. While Australia's diameter from east to west is almost 4,000 kilometers, or 2,400 miles. If you look, I know that the moon is round and Australia is not, but uh, in terms of the diameter, it's... Yeah, at its widest point, right, at its widest point. There you go. We have listeners in Australia. Hi, big shout out to everybody in Australia. (laughs) We are a global show. We didn't realize how many people really enjoy totally useless information all over the world, so thank you. That's why we're doing the geography segment for all the people. In fact, we have a listener in Africa, and Africa is the only continent situated in all four hemispheres of the Earth. It's in the western, eastern, northern, and southern hemispheres of the Earth. Most continents are not. They're situated in maybe one or two, but Africa happens to be situated in all four. Of course. Unless, of course, you're incontinent. Um Iceland. <laughs> That'll piss you off. It will. <laughs> this show is sponsored by adult diapers. Uh, Iceland. Well, <laughs> yes, that's why we say listen, laugh, and learn. You'll be crying, you'll be peeing in your pants with the information we give you. <laughs> you may not even have to listen to the show. <laughs> to us all the time. Iceland and geothermal energy. Iceland is a pioneer in the use of geothermal energy for space heating. Generating electricity with geothermal energy has increased significantly in recent years, and geothermal power facilitates generally 25% of the country's total electricity production. Now, what it is is How ironic. It's, it's all How the ironic. ironic in Iceland. It's, the name of the country is Iceland, and it's all about heat. That's right. <laughs> they keep up all this heating. It'll be called nothing land. <laughs> Ice meltic. Ice meltic. <laughs> Ooh, very good. <laughs> wow, there are only three countries in the world. Now you have to think about this one mm-hmm. that are surrounded by one country. So the, the all their borders are surrounded by one country. Okay. Lesotho, the Vatican, and San Marino. Lesotho is bordered in Africa. It is bordered by Africa on all four sides of, of, its, of the country. The Vatican and San Marino are all encircled by Italy. And those are the three, those are three countries. That's quite fascinating stuff. So uh, when yeah. I looked up the, this piece of information, which is quite interesting, it brought me back to my days when I worked at 30 Rockefeller Plaza. So in part of my radio career, I worked at uh, NBC way back when. But Manhattan has over 200 zip codes. Some skyscrapers are even large enough to have their own zip code. For example, the Empire State Building, the Chrysler Building, and the MetLife Building, which used to be called the Pan Am Building, for those of you historians. These are just yeah. a neighbor few. They claim exclusive rights to their own unique zip code. Now, as I mentioned, when I worked at NBC, I was told that the world-famous address, the 30 Rockefeller Plaza in New York, the building had its own zip code. And I remember when, because uh, I used to work in the telephone room at first before I got into radio, and people would call up and ask for the mailing address, 30 Rockefeller Plaza, New York, New York, 10112. 
That zip code is unique to 30 Rockefeller Plaza, 10112. So that's kind of cool. They have their own zip code. Yep. Yeah, Trump Tower has their own zip code, too, because it's a it's a, a great building. It's a huge building. It's a building like no other building or, or no building that people have seen before. The country of Bhutan, Excuse not me? to be not minute. to be confused with the Bhutana. <laughs> oh, wow. so, now we lost the. Now we got. Hold on, we got the attention of the Italian uh, audience. Yeah, people in Toronto will understand that, but in the United States, maybe most people won't understand that. The country of Bhutan, not to be confused with Bhutana, which is Italian for a slot. Well, the country of Bhutan is trying to catch up a little bit. There was a study done in 1989, but this is really wild. They didn't have one single phone in the entire country of Bhutan. Wow. Yes. Can you imagine not one phone up until 1990? Now it's 2020. I called Bhutan to ask for a statement, but still no one answered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, look yeah. at that. It's all the time we have for this this week's episode of Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. I just want to say I want to thank every one of you uh, for listening to us and, and downloading our, our shows and, um, and listening back to all the many over 50 episodes that we've done so far and all over the world. We truly are thankful for you. But we will promise to scour the Internet far and wide to provide more useless information for you for next week. So in the meantime, tell a friend about the trend by going on nickandroy.com by sharing and subscribing to every episode. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Thanks for listening.